night, this Saturday night, 7 p.m. We got a great.
Good morning, everybody on your feet. It is time to worship our awesome God. You know, he has done so much already in this place through this week. With our Christmas production, we've already seen some lives saved and coming to Jesus, and I'm so excited about that. Let's worship him and praise him for how awesome he is and all he's done already and what he's going to do. Amen. Lord, we love you. You are so good to us, and we bless your holy name, Lord. The God of creation took our place. The God of redemption opened the way. The day you gave your life seemed a failure in our eyes. But the stone it rolled away as you walked out of that grave. Let this place erupt with praise. Why do you look for the living among the graves? Our Jesus lives, all the earth sing out. The power of death has been broken, and this changes everything. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless your name. You are good God. The God of perfection became sin. Thank you, Lord. The God of salvation changed everything. He did, yes. The day you gave your life seemed a failure in our eyes. But the stone had rolled away as you walked out of that grave. Let this place erupt with praise. Why do you look for the living? changes everything. Hallelujah. Because you live, our hope begins. Yes. Because you live, our song will never end. No. Because you live, now we can live. This changes everything. I want to sing that again. This changes everything. Because you live. Because you live. Our hope begins. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Because you live. Our song will never end. No, no, no. Because you live. changes everything. I want to go back to that bridge. 
Savior, and he says, man, come on in. Come on into the family. Nothing is too hard for our God. Nothing is too hard for our Jesus. Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all it's stealing Are you desperate for some healing hope? Let me tell you about my Jesus He makes a way where there ain't no way Rises up from an empty grave Ain't no sinner that he can't save Let me tell you about my Jesus his love is strong and His grace and His grace and the good news is I know that He can do for you what He's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus and let my Jesus change your life. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Broken dreams and wasted years Tell the past to disappear Oh, let me tell you about my Jesus And all the wrong turns that you would Go and undo if you could Who could work it 
all for your good. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. He rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and his grace and his grace is free. The good news is I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And let my Jesus change your life. Hallelujah. about my Jesus oh he makes a way where there ain't no way rises up from an empty grave ain't no sinner that he can't save let me tell you about my Jesus his love is strong and his grace is free and the good news is I know that he can do for you what he's done for me let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. He rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can't save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and his grace is free. And the good news is I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Let my Jesus change your life. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Oh. Hallelujah. 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 And let my Jesus change your life. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are so awesome, God. You are so awesome. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. Lord God, God of wonders, we have seen you do amazing things already this week in this room. Lord, we ask that you would continue that work, continue that work in us, through us, in this city, in this state, in this nation in our world, God. We've seen what you can do, oh God of wonders. Your power has no end. The things you've done before in greater measure do again cause there's no prison wall you can't break through no mountain you can't move all things are possible thank you Lord there's no broken 
And I just want to do what you want. Help me to do what you want. Help us all to do what you want. 
Oh, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Be glorified in this place. Be glorified. Help everyone in this place to know that feeling that you are just, I feel like I'm your favorite, and I know you say you don't have favorites, but I say all the time that I'm God's favorite, even though he says he doesn't have them, because I feel that way, and I pray that everyone would know that feeling if you don't keep chasing him, getting closer to him, and reading, reading his word, and believing it is true for you. Love you, Lord. You are so, so good. Thank you, Father. Lord, I just pray that you'll have your way in this place. Have your way in each of our hearts, God. Have your way because it is best. We love you, Lord, and we bless you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right. Ah, God's good. Amen. You know you've had a good praise and worship time when your makeup's all washed off by the end, right? You should be sweating and all disheveled. <laughs> okay, so now's the time you get to greet. If you're social distancing, you just stay in your seat, and people don't go greet people who are staying in their seats, but greet all the others who are up and about, okay? All right, enjoy. When we were prodigals, you ran to meet us with open arms, and we can't hold back our praise. When we were refugees, you were the one who took us in. When we were enemies, you paid the price for all and we won't hold back our praise. This is the sound of adoration. Oh, how we love you, Jesus, we love you. You are the joy of all creation. Oh, how we love you, Jesus, we love you. You are the risen one You conquered death and made a way You sang our freedom songs Now we are dancing on our chains And we won't hold back our praise This is the sound of adoration Oh, how we love you, Jesus Make sure you stay in touch with all of them. 
to be sure and stay connected, take a look at the following slides. Coming up tonight at 6 o'clock p.m., we are going Christmas caroling. Be sure and join us. Come out and have a great time spreading Christmas cheer all over our community. We'll come back here and enjoy some great cocoa and cookies. It's going to be a wonderful time. Be sure and join us tonight at 6 o'clock p.m. Coming up next Sunday, December the 19th, they'll be having a Happy Birthday Jesus Christmas party. It's going to be a great time of snacks and even a small gift exchange. Now parents, if you would help out by sending some snacks and also a small gift for your child so that they can exchange it, it would be super helpful. They're going to be having a wonderful time and I know they're going to be excited about it. Be sure and help them join in and have a great time next Sunday, December the 19th. Also on December the 19th, we'll be having our ugly sweater contest, as well as enjoying some wonderful cocoa with all of the fixings. It's going to be a great day here at PCA, so be sure and wear your ugly sweater and enjoy yourself some delicious cocoa. One more thing happening on December the 19th, it's turkey time. It's time to grab a turkey, take it home, put it in the oven, get it all ready, and bring it back up here for our Christmas Day dinner. Yes, that's right. You can pick yourself up a turkey out in the lobby today after church, but be sure and bring it back for us so that it's all ready to go for Christmas Day for our Christmas Day dinner. The Kids and Kids Church are wanting to give back to our community this year, so they're putting together bags of love. They need your help though. They're gonna be needing you to help donate backpacks and, and toothpaste and socks and just all kinds of items that you might wanna stuff into a bag to help out some families that are down on their luck or not being able to find a place or a home for this holiday season. They want to reach out to these folks and help them out. And so they need your help to be able to make this happen. There is a donation basket out in our foyer. And you can also get a hold of Xenia Robertson to find out more details. On Christmas Eve from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, there will be a come and go community. We hope that you will gather your family and come and enjoy a great time of remembering our Lord. And finally, on Christmas Day, we have our Christmas Day dinner. It's going to be takeout and delivery only, but we still need volunteers to help us with this, folks to help cook, folks to help set up, tear down, folks to pack it all up, folks to deliver it. We're going to need your help. Be sure and sign up in the foyer. Find out how that you can fit in and come and enjoy a great time of serving our community at our Christmas Day dinner on Christmas Day, December the 25th. To find out more about the slides you just saw, be sure and visit PCAChurch.com. Thank you for coming and welcome home. You found a place to belong, to believe, and to become. All right, Pastor Richard, was that a good one? I think I'm basically going to tell you the same thing he just told you. If you happen to be a guest in our home, and this is our home, this is our church home, we would love to have you join our church family. As you see on the back of your seat there, if you've never filled one of these out, please fill it out and drop it into the offering a little bit later. Yes, there will be an offering. Usually when I do this, I get here, and this is what I have. Now, a couple of things I've noticed as I've gotten older. One, my eyebrows. Why didn't anybody tell us about that? My God, these things go crazy. The other thing is, apparently, my memory's failing. Because when I got here, I had this card. Within five minutes, <laughs> this is what they gave me. They want me to make sure I read it. So I'm going to try to read it. Free beef from Save the Cowboy Ministry. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. We've got a table outside. 
sign up for it. The beef should be here next Sunday, December 19th. It's being processed now. Everyone who are in need of beef and signed up should bring a cooler with you to church next Sunday to keep your beef cool. And I think we all want to keep our beef cool. If you sign up for someone else who is in need, please make sure that they are here next Sunday with a cooler to keep their beef cool. If they cannot attend, will you please bring a cooler and then deliver their beef cool to them? Ugly sweater context next Sunday. Did you know that you know Walmart has a section for ugly sweaters? Who knew? Wear your ugliest Christmas sweater next Sunday morning. There will be a prize for the person with the ugliest sweater. We'll have hot cocoa in the auditorium for those who want some and aren't wearing a sweater. No, I'm sure it'll be there too. Christmas caroling tonight. Please join us. Sign up in the foyer. Let us know if you need child care. Be at the church a little before 6 p.m. this evening if you'd love to go Christmas caroling. Let me see what else I've forgotten there. Uh, I was told to remind you about this. Save the Cowboy Winners silent auction and raffle will be next Sunday. Bring the other half of your ticket if you have a ticket for the other half. <laughs> we finished our play, our musical. I hope you got to see it. And as I said, one thing I've learned is that uh, I don't remember things too well. Um, it was a fun production. It was something we really enjoyed, or I did anyway. Even those who forgot part of their song. <laughs> even those who forgot some of their lines. And especially those who had problems with their mics. <laughs> but we did it for a reason, even though it was fun. People got saved. And that's why we have a church that does stuff. We have ugly sweater contests. We have a raffle going on. We have Christmas caroling. And we have a play where people forget their songs. <laughs> Some people think that tithing was originated when Oral Roberts was on TV in the 50s. And I'm so old, I remember seeing them. Tithing goes back further than that. I was reading Nehemiah. That's in the Old Testament. And it says that, uh, Nehemiah, we promise always to bring the first part of every harvest to the Lord's temple. And we promise to bring the Levites, the priests, a tenth of everything our land produces. So we promise together not to neglect the temple of God. And that's why we tithe. I've been tithing since about 1986, and I really can't... I can't say that I've had a problem. I mean, you know, things happen. But I haven't had a problem because there's always God. And he's always there with me. Even when I forget the words to the song. But I'm not going to say that again. If I can get the gentleman to come forward, there are several ways to do this. It's written right over there. 2313 East Prospect, Ponca City, Oklahoma. You can mail it to us. Text it to us. PCA Church to 1-844-390-2401. For those of you that can't read that, and PCAChurch.com contributions. It's a blessing not only to our church, to our city, but it'd be a blessing to you too. And if you think I'm wrong, try it and see. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that once again we can bring something into your house that you've given us. 
We only have to give back a small portion. But, oh, Lord, what you do with it. And we thank you so much. We thank you for the people that were saved for our production. And we thank you for all these people here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay. Today I'm going to do something I've never done in my life. I don't know what to expect. I'm very nervous. But at our home, every year for tradition, uh, I pull my guitar up like twice a year. I play this thing. But one of the times I play it is at Christmas Eve at our house, and all of our family gets together. We made it a tradition that I bring out the guitar, we play some songs, we sing some songs. One year, I, I got all the words to the songs and all the chords to the songs. Because, I mean, you know, Christmas songs are hard to play. They have words that we normally don't say and chords we normally don't even know what they are. And uh, we sang it perfectly with all the chords and all the words, and my kids and my wife hated it. So I've never done that again. So today I want to do something with you. How many of you love Christmas songs? Okay, I'm going to let you decide what we sing. So please choose something simple. What did somebody say? Little Drummer Boy will not be sung today. Because everybody in this whole church knows that it's not that I don't like it. I do not like it, so... They, they play it as much as they want to around this church. We're not playing Little Drummer Boy today. That is off the list. But on the count of three, I want you to yell out your favorite Christmas song, and if I hear whatever I can play, we may sing it. I mean, whatever you decide. You ready? So on the count of three, I want to hear your favorite Christmas song that you want the whole church to sing. One, two, three. I, I heard... Um, her jingle bells. <laughs> okay, I, I, let's let's do this. We'll try Oh Holy Night. Thank you. Everybody singing with me? Here we go. In sin and error pining till he and the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder peace A new and glorious Sing it with me, here we go Fall on your knees Oh, here Oh, night divine, oh, night, when Christ was born, oh, night divine, oh, 
made it, kind of. All right, what's next? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Oh Come All You Faithful will put them together. No. <laughs> oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels. Oh, come. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it All of the reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never poor Rudolph joining any reindeer days. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with glee. Off the nose reindeer, you'll go down in history. All right, let's do one more. Feliz Navidad. All right, Feliz Navidad. Here we go. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. You think I knew it, did you? Oh, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Give yourself a big hand. That's the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done. Good job. <laughs> At least you knew the words. But the reason why I'm, there's a reason why I'm doing this today because tonight we're caroling, right? Yes. Christmas, it's all about, today, it's all about singing. Singing. Christmas is all about singing. It is the number one topic 
of all songs written around the world, Christmas is. It has the greatest different amount of genres. I mean, it's got country music, it's got traditionals, it's got hymnals, it's got opera, it has rap, it has every genre of music, has Christmas music. There's all kinds, you love all kinds of songs. I mean, they may be the ones out of the hymn books, they may be the ones you sing in, you know, high church, or they may be the ones that are secular. Uh, we all love to sing Christmas songs. And Christmas, it's all about singing. It's all about making a smile. Singing makes people smile. You were having fun a while ago. There's a group over here that knows all the echoes to Rudolph the Raised Nose Reindeer. Yeah, it's good. Christmas is about making us smile, making us happy. We want to forget for just a moment all of our cares and all of our worries and all of the things we have upon our backs throughout the year. I think this year, like I said, the first Sunday, everybody really needs Christmas this year. We, we have lights that are gone up early, lights that are decorating homes. Uh, we've had a great time here at the church. We've got it decorated. Uh, I got my red truck out there on the, on the windows of the church. I love that red truck. I'm praying over it. Hallelujah, dear Jesus, right now, red truck. All I want for Christmas. No. Um, I, I talked to a little girl last night at the production. I said, what do you want for Christmas? She's like five. She said, I want a new phone. I'm praying for the mom. Yeah. Kids don't want Barbies anymore. They want phones. And, and it's, it's expensive. And we've got all these pressures and all the things that are going on. But singing and, and laughter is what Christmas is all about. That's, what, that's why we have so many songs here at the church and... Um, we were, they were telling me this morning, I said, don't sing any Christmas songs today. I want us to have a few fun songs that we do. It's unscripted, unrehearsed. I don't know if I can play them or not. We're, we will battle through whatever. But the thing I wanted you to do is smile. The thing I wanted you to do is join in singing. Things that you love to do. And Christmas is all about that. And when, when God brought his son to the earth, I, I talked about it last week. And John 3.16 says, God sent his son. He thrust his son from heaven. He thrust his son to earth. When that happened, the birth of Jesus Christ, there was a lot of singing going on. There was a lot of singing in the musical last night. The first night, everybody got the words right. But the second night, I don't know what happened. People were rewriting the songs, adding new verses. We had people renaming themselves another name that they weren't supposed to be named. Wow, there's another character in the play. I didn't know that person was in there. There was all kind of stuff happening. It was, it was a miraculous thing that we got through it. But it was fun. We have stories to tell. And we have a story today to tell of great celebration, the birth of Jesus Christ. In the Word of God, there's lots of songs. We have an entire book named Psalms. There's all types of singing in the Bible. One is uh, because of, very sad, uh, the book of Lamentations is a song, of, it's called a dirge. It's a funeral type song. But most songs that we sing are about celebrations. They're about joyful things. They, they change our moods in just a moment. And I believe today God wants us to change our mood about Christmas. I don't want you to be heavy-hearted and down late. I want you to sing Christmas songs. And 
Be excited about the birth and be excited about Christmas. Don't, don't let the cares of this world weight you down. I'm telling you, a song can lift you up in a moment. And the birth of Christ is filled with them. If you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 1, verse 39. I want to read these verses to you. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, I like that, in a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Remember I talked about Christmas, it's all about joy? Leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Wow. Jesus is not even born yet, and there's already miracles happening at Mary's pregnancy. When she enters the home, she greets Elizabeth, Mary says hello, they hug, and the baby inside of Elizabeth's womb leaps for joy, and Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? But I love the reaction. It says, in a loud voice, people often wonder, why is church loud? Well, I believe, and I believe I can prove it with Scripture, that when the Holy Spirit shows up, it gets loud. And it's a trademark of the, of the church that we've got to be louder than all the other noise going on in our society because if we're not louder than all the noise in our society, all we'll hear is the noise and we won't hear the speaking of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says she got loud in a loud voice. And sometimes that's why preachers get loud because all of a sudden the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes upon us. We want to tell you some really good news and it just can't hardly contain it. It's something burning inside of me and when something happens like that, it gets loud. And sometimes our praise and worship, they get loud. Why? Because the Holy Spirit makes you just react with volume. It makes you react with energy. It's an energizing power. And we need to be loud sometimes. And she was filled with the Holy Spirit, overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit. Huge difference in reaction between the woman, Elizabeth, who believed, and Zechariah when Gabriel shows up and tells him the news. That's her husband. Gabriel shows up and tells her husband, uh, tells Zechariah that you and your wife are going to bear a child. He did not believe. And what was his he was made silent. The one who believed exclaimed in a loud voice. I believe there's something to being loud sometimes. I believe those of us who are believers, who really believe the word of God, we can't help sometimes but get loud because of what God has done in our lives. He saved us, redeemed us, filled with his presence, and now we've, now we've got good news. I don't know anybody with good news that's quiet. But if you don't believe, sometimes you just are quiet. Well, why are you so quiet? Well, I don't know if I really believe. Is there really a God? Is there really a heaven? Is there really a hell? I believe that there is a real God. I believe there's a real heaven. I believe there's a real hell. I believe there's life after death. And I want every one of you to go to heaven. 
And if it takes me being loud to wake some of us up, that's okay, I'll do it. My wife will tell you, the only time I get loud is when I'm preaching or riding a roller coaster. <laughs> but when the Holy Spirit shows up, I believe it reacts in us in volume. It says, and then Mary began to sing. You see, the Holy Spirit comes, Elizabeth gets loud, and then Mary begins to sing. Look at verse 46 and following. Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who are far from him, from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but he has sent rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Wow. Mary rejoices. My soul glorifies the Lord. Her song is called the Magnificat, the most magnificent exaltation of God. She bursts out when she realizes, has a revelation that the promises of God have been fulfilled and they're fulfilled in her. She cannot believe it. Why? Because of who she is. You see, if you study the Word of God, you're going to find out that Mary and Joseph were, were very poor, very poor families. And God chose this very poor family to bring His Son into the world. A guy by the name of R. Kit Hughes wrote this article, Luke, that you may know the truth, says that in her songs there's three things that happen. First, there's a moral reversal, verse 51. Mary sings that God has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. There's a moral reversal. There's a social reversal in verse 52. He, she sings that he has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. So those that were high have been brought low. Those that were low have been brought up. And third, there's a spiritual reversal. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. Mary understands that even though her child is not yet born, he is already working in her life. I believe we need to learn this message today that before we ever see God doing anything in our life, before Mary ever saw Jesus, she understood He was working in her life. I'm telling you, church, before you ever see God doing anything in your life, He's already working in your life. He's already at work causing things to come about for your good. It may not seem like it today. It may seem like God has abandoned you. God is nowhere around. God's not doing anything. But God is already working way before you see it because that's what faith is. Faith is not seeing, but faith is walking without seeing. Faith is knowing without seeing. Before you see God, I guarantee He's working in your life. And it's something to sing about today. Why do you get so excited about praise and worship? Man, how can you not? God's working in my life. How do you know? Do you see it? Not yet, but I will because His promises are true and He is faithful. Mary's song, 
The second song we have is Zachariah's song. Remember this guy? He was made mute because he did not believe. We find in verse 67, he says this, His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. So they go to uh, dedicate this baby that Elizabeth and Zechariah had. Gabriel has told him to name him John. And so whenever the priest asks his wife, what do you want to name the child? She says, John. But then he looks at Zechariah and goes, mm, Are you sure you want to name him John? Because no one in your family has been named John before. And so Zechariah writes on a tablet, he writes John. And the moment he writes John, he's immediately enabled to speak. What a miracle. But the first words out of his mouth was not, Hey God, why did you do this to me? The first words out of uh, Elizabeth's mouth wasn't, Oh God, I was sure enjoying the peace and quiet. What's going on? But the first words were this, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel. The first thing that Zechariah does is burst forth in song because he has come to his people and he has redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he has said through the holy prophets of long ago. Salvation from our enemies, from the hand of all those who hate us to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. The oath has sworn his father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies, to enable us to serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of their tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, the sun to shine on all those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. When Zechariah starts singing, he doesn't know when to stop. Man, he realizes that this powerful moment, miraculous moment, where now I can speak, he begins to prophesy because he's a priest. He knows all the prophecies that have been given, that they are being fulfilled. And his son, John the Baptist, will be the forerunner of Jesus Christ. You will be the one to announce the rising sun coming to us from heaven. You will be the one. Can you imagine that moment? The power of God must have hit that place when he started singing. Yeah. Wow, what a song. He realizes that everything that has been prophesied is going to come past in his son, John the Baptist. He sees it now. He knows it now. Church, I'm telling you, whenever we experience the miraculous in our own lives, you will want to sing. You will want to rejoice. You will not get tired of lifting up praise to God. You may sing your own song. How many of you have ever done that before? Like some in the program last night, they sung their own song. <laughs> they made up a new song. I, I, was, I was singing at a funeral one time, and, and Amazing Grace, we all know that, right? I made up an entirely new verse for Amazing Grace. I don't know what I said. But I know I had several people afterwards come to me and go, that was an amazing verse of amazing grace. Where have you heard that? I've never heard it before. I said, I've never heard it before either. And I couldn't sing it again now if I had to. Yeah. But the Bible has a lot to say about singing your own new song to God. 
Psalm 33, 3 says this, Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. Psalm 40, verse 3, Put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Psalm 96, 1, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Psalm 98, 1, Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. Psalm 144, 9. I will sing a new song to you. My God, on the ten-string lyre, I will make music to you. Psalm 149, 1. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise in the assembly of his faithful people. Isaiah 42, 10. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that is in it, you islands... And all who live in them. Wow. I believe he wants to sing a new song, don't you? Sometimes in worship, you know, we get caught up in, I got to stick to all these words. Go crazy. Yeah. Sometimes whenever I'm just by myself, man, I'm just singing a song. I make up stuff and I'm thinking, I should have recorded that. That was pretty good. God goes, no, that's just me and you. Don't share that with anybody else. Yeah. Because of all he has done, your soul rejoices like Mary said. It wants to glorify God. Your praise just erupts out of you and your soul begins to just glorify and magnify the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I can't wait. Revelation chapter 5 verse 9, here's what it says. And they sang a new song. You who are worthy to take the scroll and open its seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people in every nation. Then look at Revelation 14.3. This is us. It says, And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. Wow. We're going to be there, church. We're going to be the ones lifting up our praise, a new song to God. Praise Him in the heavens. Exalt Him. Magnify Him. David sang a lot, but it wasn't just singing. We learn in 1 Samuel 16, 22 and 23, here's what it says. Then Saul, Saul was being tormented in his spirit. Saul sent word to Jesse, this is David's father, allow David to remain in my service for I'm well pleased with him. Whenever the spirit from God came on Saul and troubled Saul, David would take up his lyre and play. Then relief would come to Saul. He would feel better and the spirit would leave him. How I many you know singing makes you feel better? Singing can soothe times where there's uneasiness. It can soothe us when we're worried about things, when we're troubled in our spirit. We can begin to sing a song and it can cause relief to come over our presence. And the presence of God just, we, we, the Bible says, come unto me, you who are laboring, we're, just come and I will give you rest. Yeah. I love singing a new song in the presence of God. It just, it allows me just to be able to worship and, and just let all the stress of life go off. And allow the peace of God. It brings peace and joy. Zechariah sang under the anointing. Mary sang under the anointing. But there's another song. This song is amazing. We find this in verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. 
I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you, for he is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Now listen to this. This is powerful. So there was one angel sharing with these shepherds the good news. And it's going to bring great joy to all peoples. There's a baby being born. That's the Messiah. But then it says this. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel and they were praising God and saying. Now these angels are created beings. The average theologian will tell you they're approximately 10 feet in height. These are massive beings that God has created. They're coming and they're singing this. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. Now shepherds, why did God say, sound this song to the shepherds? Number one, remember the lowly, humble people? God's going to raise up, right? Shepherds were the second lowest class of people at this time. The lowest class of people at this time were lepers. They were unclean to society. Shepherds was one step above and they were also considered unclean in their society. They were, they were grouped in with all the thieves. So shepherds lived a very lonely life. They were not able to socialize with everybody else. They weren't supposed to be around them. If they get close, they're supposed to shout, unclean, unclean, just like a leper. But God sent this message to shepherds. It's an amazing thing what God's doing at the birth of Christ. He didn't send the message to the palaces. He didn't send it to all of the people of high class society, but he sent it to the lowest of the low people. And that's what I love about the gospel. If you are without Christ, I'm going to tell you, you are of the lowest of the low of people. You are without Christ. But the good news is the gospel comes to you first. God sends the message to the lowest and the lost first. Why? Because he wants you to begin to rejoice and have a song in your heart. I, I guarantee you. Now, now the angel's song was short, wasn't it? Glory to God in the highest. Wow. We worship him in the heavens. Favor on those. I believe the shepherds on the way back, they were kind of just kind of going. Glory to God in the highest. Yeah. It's an easy song. It's not a lot of words. It's not like Zechariah, woo, who goes on forever and ever. I mean, this is short and sweet and get to the point. And they gave him the song. And today the message, I believe, still goes out. I want you to understand this. Verse 10, it says this. Do not be afraid. I'm bringing you good news, great joy, all that. And then verse 13, it says, suddenly there's a heavenly host. I want us to get this. The word host in the Greek is Stratia or stratia, however you want to pronounce it, if you want to go correct or just say it Oklahoma style, whatever. <laughs> but in other words, a host meant the number of stars in the sky is one host. Now blow your mind, a multitude of hosts fill the sky. Can you imagine the brightness of that moment? No wonder they were terrified. Just by one angel. 
And now you have not only a host, which is the number of the stars in the sky, but a multitude of hosts all together in unison declaring praise and glory to God in the highest heaven. Can you imagine the sound and the sight of that moment? God's like, hey, when I start getting announced, it's going to be loud. It's going to be miraculous. It's going to be awesome. It is going to blow your mind. It is going to be beyond your comprehension. And sometimes we do just offer up a song. Sometimes we do just offer up a praise. Church, I want you to be aware. The birth of Christ should just magnify whatever we're doing to the highest of heavens. And we should get loud and exclaim like, like Elizabeth did and Mary did and Zechariah. Why? Because something is greater than me here in this house today. And God is filling us with light, taking a world filled with darkness and filling it with the glory of light. Remember when Mary went to the tomb and the tomb was empty, there was one angel sitting there and she was almost struck dead because of just the glory and the light off of that one angel. Can you imagine it filling the sky? Wow. One last song. It's Simeon's song. We find that whenever Mary and Joseph are bringing Jesus to the temple for him to be circumcised as was the law, we find that Simeon begins to sing. You see, Simeon was a priest of over 2,000 priests in this temple. God had told him that he would not die until he saw the Messiah. Simeon held on. He believed. But in order for Simeon to be in the temple that day, it was a miraculous thing of God to coordinate this. Because there were over 2,000 priests that served in this temple and they were chosen by lot. The Umam and the Thummim were cast and whoever came out was the one who served. And on this day, this one day, when Mary and Joseph brought Jesus in, guess what priest was on duty? Simeon. Here's what he says in Luke chapter 2, verse 29. He begins to sing this song. Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Can you just imagine the moment Mary and Joseph walk in, immediately the Holy Spirit identifies this little baby as the Messiah to Simeon. He goes over and he takes Jesus in his arms and he says, Lord... Now I can die. You fulfilled your promise to me. My eyes have seen the salvation of the world. Can you imagine? This song is called the Benedictus. Benediction. Why? Because this is a time when Simeon realizes my life is now complete. I've seen God has given every promise and he's kept every promise that he has given to me. He says, I can die in peace. Church, when we have the salvation of Christ in our life, we can die in a peace that people don't understand. I hope and pray 
that whatever way I get out of here, I hope and pray I can be a light to somebody else. Because I've got a little phrase packed away that I want to say, and I hope I have the ability to say it. And I'm going to say, don't weep for me. I'm not dying. I'm just going to go to sleep so I can start living the life I was supposed to be living in Christ. Our death is nothing to be sorrowful over. I told Cindy, I said, what I want, I want, here's why I want my funeral. Nobody's thinking Amazing Grace because you may mess it up. Don't do that. <laughs> I want her to take me to New Orleans. I want her to hire that band. And I want them to be singing and playing the trumpets in the street. I want everybody who can make it to be dancing and having a good time. Why? Because I'm not dead. I've really started living. This is just my little benediction here. It's just your benediction if you're in Christ. You can die in peace and the people that love you can have peace in their heart. Why? Because your eyes have seen the salvation of God. And you know that this is not a death. This is not a separation forever. This is simply a moment I fall asleep and then I wake in the presence of God and there'll be no more sickness and no more sorrow and no more death and no more taxes and no more bills and no more pain and no more separation. We'll be in the presence of God. Praising and worshiping God loudly. If you don't want to be in the loud part of heaven, don't hang out on my street. Go find the quiet part. Those people think they're the only ones there. Salvation makes you want to sing. Look at this. In Revelation, I mean, in the book of Exodus, chapter 14, Moses and the children of Israel are faced with this Red Sea, and it's before them, and the enemy's coming close behind. And God provides a miraculous way across the Red Sea. He parts the sea. They go across dry ground. As the enemy is coming, the, the waters collapse, destroy their enemy. And here's what happens when Sister Miriam gets excited. Sister Miriam's there. The enemy's been destroyed. We find Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 through 3, part of her song. She grabs up a tambourine and she starts singing. Here's what she says. I will sing to the Lord for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Can you imagine the excitement and the exuberance when they're standing on the edge and they see the enemy destroyed? I cannot believe. Man, over three million people there together and she starts singing a praise to God. Can you imagine the joy when they realize we are saved from 
from our enemies. We were destitute on that side of the river, but now on this side we can stand to see why we've seen the horse and the driver swallowed up. God is our warrior. God is his name. And I will exalt him and sing praises forever. Look at what God has done in our life. And church today, when we have been delivered from the perils of the enemy in our life, when God has brought to us salvation, when God has given it to us as a free gift to us, we receive it into our lives. It ought to cause us to rejoice and shout and praise God. Why? The enemy is destroyed in our life. Come on, let's give God praise for that. Hallelujah. The adversary is destroyed. Praise God. The, the, the sting of death is sin. Death, whenever it has the peace of God and it does not have a sting, it does not have something that we fear, the, the death has just become a shadow. It's not reality of, of a valley, it's just a shadow that God has given to us. And I will fear no evil. The enemy in your life has been destroyed. And we need to rejoice and shout and share good news with everybody else. Why do you get loud in church? Do you understand what God has done for me? I mean, my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life and no man can take it out. I mean, God has, has done so many things. The first thing He did was save me, but since then I've been filled with this Holy Spirit. And boy, when that happens, you have to exclaim. You have to get loud. But, but is that your personality? Not really. My personality is not really to be loud. Well, then why do you get loud when you're preaching? Because there is something inside of me that wants you to know how much God loves you, how much God is doing for you. But pastor, I don't see it. Before you see it, God is already working in your life. But pastor, I don't feel like singing. If you don't feel like it, start singing. And then you will begin to feel like it. Yeah. I don't know why we put so much trust in our feelings. We need to put our trust in God. Sister Miriam, I guarantee when you get to heaven, she's going to have a tambourine. She's going to be in the loud section. Yeah. Sister Miriam, why are you so excited? Because we were faced with an impossible situation. And God did the impossible. I've seen him do the impossible in my life and the wife, life of my wife and kids. My son shouldn't be alive. The condition that he has, nobody's made it out of infancy. He's been written up in medical journals. He's the only adult with his condition ever made it past infancy. Don't tell me God can't do the impossible. I mean, God has done so many things. Pastor, why do you get so excited when you're preaching? Because it's good news. Man, if you got good news, now if I've got bad news, I'm going to whisper it to you. But if I've got good news, I'm going to shout it to you. The Bible says sing a new song. Sing it loud. Sing it strong. Sing it so all can hear. Why? Because at Christmas time, there's a lot of darkness in this world. Today, we need to pray for all those people who've gone through this tornado situation in five states. This morning, if you woke up and your house was warm, you had a house. You have a car. You need to be so loud and thankful and praising God for all the blessings in your life. It hurt my heart when one woman said, I had to crawl across the dead bodies of my co-workers to get out of this rubble. Wow. We need to pray 
for all those people today and thank God of all the blessings in our lives because we don't deserve this. But God is so good to His people. God is working on your behalf today, church. But pastor, how will society view me? Well, society will view you as one of the low people who's being lifted up. Hallelujah. We used to sing a song in our church, Love Lifted Me. It was mine and Sandy's little secret way. Because in those days, you got to raise your hand and call out a hymn book number. Remember those days? And so her way to tell me that she loved me in church, she would raise her hand and call out the page number. What page? 362. In the hymn book, let's sing page 362. Love lifted me. I'd be over there playing the guitar, and she'd look at me. <laughs> we weren't allowed to hold hands or anything at church in those days. But we could sure have these secret ways. Boy, lifting up, man. Love lifted me. Yeah. Still does. God's love lifts us up, doesn't it? It takes the very lowest of the low and lifts them up. It's good news. It takes those that are rich and, and have this attitude, and I don't mean by their money, I'm talking about this attitude of being above everybody else. It'll bring them low. And take those who are humbled in their life and bring them up. You see, so many people think, well, I can't go to church because I don't have enough money to go to that church. You've got enough to go everywhere else. Come on. What greater place are we all on the same level than at church? God, I said it last week. God doesn't care what kind of car keys you have in your pocket. He doesn't care what your waist size is. He doesn't care the, what kind of designer or non-designer clothes you're wearing. All he's looking at is the heart. And as for me and my house, we're going to praise God. We're going to sing Christmas songs that we don't know the words to. I'm going to play the wrong keys on the guitar, the wrong chords. It doesn't matter because singing brings us joy. And this Christmas season, it's all about singing. I want you to sing. Rejoice. Sing a new song. And don't care what anybody else cares about if they're listening. I tried to sing like that when nobody's listening. But then I realized that my window's down in my car. Somebody's beside me at the red light. I'm just belting it out. And they look at me like. And I just look at them and go. Because yeah. it gives me joy. Right? Stand with me today. Joy. The angel declared that this, this birth is going to bring great joy. To the whole earth. That joy ought to be to every one of us who know Christ. Peace on those on whom His favor rests. Today, if you're heavy and laden and you've got all the stress and all the worries of the world, the best thing you can do is just sing a new song. Just sing in His presence. Just allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. And today, the greatest thing that all of us can make sure is that our hearts are right with God. 
salvation. Simeon held the baby and he said, Mine eyes have seen the salvation of God. Have you seen God's salvation in your life? Have you seen the salvation of God in your life? Because if you have, today if something were to happen to you, you would die in peace. If you don't know the salvation of God in your life, then death will be a real dark, lonely place. It won't be a shadow. It'll be separation. But if you've seen the salvation of God, I know that my God will walk with me and talk with me. It's one of my favorite songs I sing to the Lord. In the garden, I love that song. And He walks with me and He talks with me. And He tells me I am His own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. I love that song. I don't know what you need to do in your life today. I don't know where you're at. But I know one thing, every one of us need to see the salvation of God in our lives. So if you would, just bow your heads with me for just a moment. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I have not seen the salvation of God in my life and my heart is not right with God. I want that joy. I want that peace that you're talking about today, but I don't have it. Things in my life I know are not right with God. And today I need to make those things right in my life and I need to ask God to forgive me. With every head bowed, every eye closed, is there anyone here today say, Pastor, that's me. There's some things in my life that aren't right. I need to get them right right now. I want to do it right today. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? I want to get them right. I want everybody to leave here today with their heart right with God. Yes, thank you. Every head bowed. I want us to pray a simple prayer. Everybody pray it, but especially the people that raise their hands. Pray it from your heart. But everybody else in here, I want you to pray it from your heart too because it's something that we should be very accustomed to doing. I confess my sins daily before the Lord. I don't ever want to go to sleep with something in my heart that's not right with God. So would you, everyone today, pray this prayer with me? Dear Heavenly Father, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I ask you, forgive me of my sins and wash me white as snow. I receive your gift of salvation in my life. I receive your peace and I receive your joy. Thank you for loving me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Can we just give God praise right now for those who prayed that prayer? Come on. Hallelujah. God changed lives in this house. And now for just a moment, this is for every one of us. They're going to lead us in a song. If you want to sing it, you can sing it. But if you need to take some cares, if there's some area in your life that, that you're struggling with, you, have, you don't have peace about, 
Maybe the enemy's coming in and causing you to have stress or fear or worries or doubts or anxieties. Whatever it is, I want you to take it and I want you to lift it off your shoulders and lay it at his feet right now as they sing this song. I believe the Holy Spirit's going to do a, a marvelous work in your life right now in the next few minutes. Come on. Sing if you wish, but if not, lay it at his feet. every one of us should be at that place where we come into his presence this time of the year things get so hectic and so busy even here at the church that we got to stop just take a deep breath and maybe sing a little bit of Mary's song that says my soul doth magnify the Lord my soul glorifies in my Lord my King my Savior Maybe we need to rejoice a little bit like Zechariah. Salvation has come. Hallelujah. The rising sun has come to earth. Thank you, Father, for bringing light into my life. Maybe all we know how to do is just say, glory, 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 glory. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, let your peace fall upon everyone on whom your favor rests. Lord, speak peace to the hearts of everyone in this place today. God, let us sit at your feet even for just a moment. It can say with assurance, like Simeon, my eyes have seen the salvation of God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. This morning, if you just want to sing a new song to Him, just do it right now. Don't worry about it. We sure hope you were blessed by Pastor Bardwell's message. Join us anytime at PCAChurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.